0: Hello and welcome to episode three of Checkpoint Radio, an all-new fan-run video game podcast. My name is James. I'm Ben. I'm Connor. And I'm Charlie. And in this episode, we'll be diving right into a spoiler-filled The Last of Us TV series discussion, as well as looking at the news, so let's get into it. Well, happy Friday for those of you who are listening to this on day one. Thanks for tuning in. And if it's not Friday for the rest of you, then hopefully you're having a great day too. So, gents, it's uh, episode three, but before we get into the meat and potatoes of it, how's everyone doing?
1: Yeah, really good, thank you.
0: Really good, thank
1: you. Really, really good. Good, good, good. Uh, So, what's
0: everyone been up to, I guess? Uh, That's where we'll start today.
2: Well, I've been playing, I'm sorry to jump in, a game for two weeks straight, and it's not even out yet. Okay. What's that game? (laughs) Well, the game's called The Finals. It's currently in the beta. It will be over by the time this podcast comes out. But basically, it's a fast-paced FPS made by the original Dice Devs who departed away from EA back in the day. And they've come together to make this shooter, and it's amazing. It's actually just my favourite game. Everything so what's, what's so good about it want. then?
0: Because I know you've been playing... Well, I've played a lot of it with you, but I know you've yeah, been... Yeah, yeah. In particular, you've been on it at every moment you can get. So what is it about this game that's so
2: good? So basically, it's an objective-based game mode, predominantly, where the goal is to get money from these vaults and take them to these cash-out stations. There's four teams of three, all battling it out to try and like come first. It's set in this game show-type scenario, and you need to take this money to the cash-out stations, be the team with the most amount of money at the end and then if you are successful you'll go through and it's like a tournament so you'll go through all the way up until the end mm. and hopefully win the finals but there's tons of destruction like every single building is destructible entirely and forget the destruction from like the, the OG Battlefield 4 days it's destruction like everything can destroy and it's very like well done destruction too like it's it's not like yeah. you'll shoot this wall with a grenade and the whole wall blows up. Like there's a good amount of damage that needs to be done, so it's not just t- it's not too much chaos, but there's tons of chaos. But yeah. anyway, it's I love the fact that it's objective based and it's um yeah
0: yeah. Just, well, that's so that's good. um obviously I've I've been playing this game with with you and and Connor a lot, and uh, one of the mm. things I love about the game is is the destruction aspect of it because. the game is so focused on the objective like you cannot win a round or a match by just eliminating other players you have to play the objective it forces you to play the objective because that's where you get the most money from and the objective as Ben said is to finish every round with the most money in the bank one thing I love about the game is like there'll be a situation where a team an enemy team might have a cash out point on lockdown and you can just go to like the floor below them and blow out the floor completely to bring the vault down to you Booby trap the whole place and like get them all to like drop into it and jump them that way. The destruction and like the the sort of different types of equipment and and guns you can use lead to so many kind of creative scenarios where you can yeah. basically plan your your infiltration route. How are you going to attack this this cash out point if it's already being held by other teams? And that kind of prospect has has given us like so many really sort of epic gamer moments where we've done oh, some just legendary. crazy plays where we've um ziplined into rooms through windows and like i said blown out floors to drop the cash yeah. vault through and booby trapped rooms and stuff like that it's, it's really really fun and I, i'm really goo gunned up the doors goo gunned up the doors and i think connor you were also in the early access play test that was way back sort of beginning of last That's year And awful yeah, it, it wasn't in a good place. I no. I was worried because when the game came out, I th- or, sorry, when the trailer for the game came out, I thought this game looks really good. So I signed up for the yeah. playtest straight away, was lucky enough to get in, played about three minutes of one match, uninstalled it because I just wasn't impressed. And it's nothing to do with like the game itself. It's just I was in there so early. And I'm guessing for you, yeah, it's sort of the same. That
3: alpha should not have come out at all. If anything, yeah. if it wasn't for... I think Ben's enthusiasm for the the game, I wouldn't have jumped into the beta.
2: What, because the alpha put you off that much? uh, The
3: the tutorial was awful. Um, It was just, it was almost like you've just been thrown into this game that's meant to be played on like a PS5, but you're playing it on a PS1. It was so many performance issues, it just couldn't handle it. Yeah. And Uh, I didn't have a terrible PC at the time, it just didn't run.
2: But I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, really good. Um,
3: I think the pacing's fantastic. Like, eight-minute matches, it's quick. You don't have to be, like you said, with the team-based thing, you have to work as a team. You can be the best player yeah. in the game, but you can still lose. Yeah, it if doesn't matter just, if you get a ton you know, of kills or... Um, there's good tactical play to it. Like, if if one's a small character, one's a medium character, one's a large character, like you said, you can go in destroy it. One can heal. Uh, you've got the zip lines and stuff like that so you really have to work as a team to get the objective I like that mm. I liked the beta up until the latest patch and just put like a sour taste in the mouth a little bit yeah what happened with the latest patch because I haven't actually so, played it for a little while um, when we <laughs> played the other day together I thought the balancing was pretty much on point there's a couple of things that can change I think the movement there's issues with the movement but it's only the beta so but you know the the rifle that comes with the smaller character
2: yeah, LH1. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: That game, you just can't,
0: oh, everyone's got OP that gun now. now.
3: They've increased, increased the clip size. So there's really? 20 bullets in the round now and mm. it's just wipes. It, through it, will, with everything. it will
2: kill a heavy in like three or four shots. No it's way. nuts. But there's I think no... once again, they the devs have been really on it in the beta. Like bearing in mind, it's only a beta, only there to sort of yeah. monitor servers and performances and stuff. But they've, been updating and giving patches out for this beta even though it's only a two week thing like they didn't really have to do that because mm. they'll probably I, w- I would have thought that all updates would have come in between the time the beta ends and the game launches yeah. yeah but they've been updating the beta so I'm not I'm not sort of too worried because I feel mm. like these niggles are going to get fixed but anyway we could talk I could talk about this forever. yeah well I it's a game it we've really all good. enjoyed
1: yeah Charlie I mean, what, mm-hmm. what do you think you haven't had a chance to actually play but you've watched us play it well, that's it. Yeah, I didn't didn't manage to get um, into the beta, but you guys have been streaming it for me, and I I think it looks really good. It looks mm. like such a fun game, and as you it said really before, like you need to play the objective, which I like. Yeah, I am a bit bummed out though that the squads are only three three people, because like yeah. it's kind of it's kind of the reason that I don't like Destiny. Is because like yeah. we had too many people that. You know, mm. can't always play together. Well you can't and fit four so, like, yeah. people into a three it. man squad. I can kinda of like I don't know. I don't want that to be the same for this. But Well look, it's it's,
0: it's the game's gonna be free to play when it comes out. So um is it gonna be free to play? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I didn't want to put out any misinformation yet. So the game's gonna be <laughs> free to play when it comes out. So we'll all get a chance to play and and you know, we'll all get a chance to, to play mm. together. Mm. Um, you know, when it's coming out. There's no, no date at all. But um, okay. this has been quite a lengthy beta and the game seems to be in a good shape. Um, mm. So hopefully not too long. But um, yeah, I mean, before we move on, Charlie, have you been up to anything else? I feel like we've kind of overtaken this intro and just been talking about the finals.
1: <laughs> uh, no, not really. Just work. A um, little bit of Halo, a little bit of our home.
3: Generation Zero. Can't go wrong. Oh, oh yes. yes.
1: Good shout. Yeah, played Generation Zero for the first time. Nice. That was really fun. Mm. Um, hopefully, a bit, bit more of that different to come. game for
3: us. Another
1: three player game, which is a yeah. trend. Yeah, what's these three player games about, man? Yeah, but I'm playing this time, so I actually like it. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Right, uh, shall we get into the news then?
0: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, as as with every week in the gaming industry, lots of news. Um, up first, though, the Diablo 4 beta. Now this is not a game that I have particularly had my eye on, you should say, but I know that Ben and Connor are, are actually quite excited for this. So do you guys wanna wanna tell us what's been going on with Diablo 4?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the beta, well closed beta has been on now for a few days. Impressions from the gamers so far have been that the gameplay lives up to their expectations. The aesthetics are beautiful, and the storytelling is even quite impressive, even though it's just a short little beta again. But um, but yeah, looking great. There's been a little bit of controversy, not not massive, but basically in America, other than pre-ordering the game, the only other way to get and key for the beta. Is to down, uh, not download, sorry, is to buy a double down from the KFC app. So it's basically <laughs> like two, two slices of chicken with a bit of bacon and cheese in the middle. No, hang on, I don't care about what
0: the food is. Why? What? Oh. Is so random. <laughs> it's the most I'm not American. saying, oh, sorry, what's a double down? No. I'm saying, right. why am I getting a Diablo 4 beta key from KFC? It's yeah, the no most idea.
2: American thing ever. It's crazy. <laughs> people are calling it an anti-vegan beta oh no <laughs> yeah but anyway back to the beta reception's been great it opens up on the 24th so if you haven't pre-ordered the game you can play it on the 24th to the 26th um Lovely. but yeah it's looking'll well, really be good.
0: today wouldn't it when this comes out the 24th so if you' oh, listen yeah, to yeah. this on the day of release listen to it as
1: you play them. go and play beta four and listen to this podcast enjoy your double down. such a random way to get a key yeah it really is anything to add to that Connor? Uh,
3: no I've I've had an eye on it for a while since it got announced because I think uh, I've always sort of wanted to play Diablo but I've always thought the barrier entry might be a little bit too high it's sort of out of my wheelhouse yeah it seems like one of those Mm. games doesn't it seems very grindy and then uh, Ben said he was interested and so we were speaking about it I think it got announced was it? last year i think
2: it's been yes yeah, it's, it's been a couple of years i think yeah D- and blizzard are notorious for like soon tm that's their thing yeah.
3: and then i also I remember a few years ago at blitzcon there was a massive uproar because they were meant to announce a new diablo game but they announced a mobile app
2: diablo and, and there was a lot of
3: yeah that's the one so it sort of put me off yeah, oh, but I remember the commu- that. The community yeah. was sort of up in arms about it, and I thought, well, yeah. I think I'll stay away."
2: People <laughs> yeah. were asking if it was like an out-of-date April Fools' joke. Like they were human, really? <laughs> yeah, Classic because basically, game of bullshit. The, the, yeah, Diablo Four has always kind of been a rumor, so everyone kind of knew that it was coming. So everyone went to this like BlizzCon to go to to get this massive announcement that they had teased, and it turned out to be. Diablo Immortal, which at the time was only ever meant to be released on mobile, and the people would come up after the announcement people would come up to the stage and ask questions to the game devs and they started saying like, are there any plans for this to to come to PC and they said no and then they like, yeah, tone-deafly said to the crowd like, have none of you got phones? And like really got like defensive about it and the crowd was just like, boo! Yeah, Yeah, big time. (laughs) But anyway, they kinda of went back on it, released it on PC. But anyway, so, Diablo falls on the way. So. I
3: stayed away, but I've had friends that have played Diablo and they said, Oh yeah, it's like especially Diablo two, they were like mm-hmm. very, very passionate about. And for what I've under and I can understand from people's comments and stuff I've checked online, like this is giving people a lot of like the feel of Diablo two. So I think this okay, would be the perfect good. game to jump into the franchise for the first time. Yeah. Mm. I'll try the beta when it comes out and friday yeah. yeah i
0: mean if it's an open beta I'll, I'll give it a go I'll, i've admittedly never played diablo i don't know yeah, anything about the game no, i
1: can't say i have either well i suppose i'll, I'll give it a go charlie you gonna give that a go you know not bothered uh probably not if i'm being honest yeah. I, I watched the like the first 17 minutes of gameplay that's available on youtube and not my kind of game yeah i might check I'm, it out but i'm undecided yeah, at the moment we'll
3: play it ben we'll play it.
0: yeah, yeah you play can you can it, play and then you can give us the review after you've after well, you completed it. But uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. Uh, some not so... Well, actually, I don't know if it's not so good news yet because it hasn't officially been confirmed by the studio, but Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has reportedly been delayed again, even though at mm. the time of recording this, it's not been formally announced. Um, Are we surprised? The fan backlash
3: was pretty harsh. Um, um, slightly I'm slightly surprised. surprised. Yeah. 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 I thought Rocksteady would have probably stuck by their word. This sorta of suggests to me that they weren't confident with the game. Do you well, think maybe this was feedback. yeah, the
0: direction kind of of the online only thing and the the live service, maybe that wouldn't have been yeah. their first I choice? I think
3: I think with the head the heads leaving after this comes out, if I'm yeah remember rightly, I think they want to make sure this game is as good as possible before he goes. Mm. Leaves him in yeah. good stead, so then they can just know yeah if he leaves whilst they're in turmoil that studio could collapse yeah not that i don't think they will i think they're they're too good too but it could happen
1: yeah charlie thoughts i think it's probably a good thing that they are delaying it again because i was thoroughly unimpressed as i mentioned last episode but um obviously it's bad that there's delays but i think it needs work is it? Is it? But what what
0: needs? Is it the live service aspects of the game that you don't like, or is it just the general sort of look of it and not the shooting mechanics and stuff? It did look a well, bit. That, same-y. That's not
1: going to change. I wouldn't have thought the general mechanics of the game. I don't think yeah. they're going to add anything in a delay window. No. But...
3: Well, I've I read earlier that they reckon this could slip into next year.
2: Yeah, I read. I was just next about to year, say that. Yeah, I that saw be something. A bit of a blow. Yeah, that said that there is a chance that it could actually be delayed all the way up until 2024. And if that is true, or if there's any part of that that might be true, that might suggest that the changes that they're planning on making are much bigger. Well, according to Jason Schreier
0: of Bloomberg, the developers are not changing the core of the game. So the live service elements of the game will be staying. Um, But with a delay that could go into next year, we're talking close to a year so i don't know what that looks like um i would like that the only thing i want to see change at the moment because i don't to be honest i don't care for the live service stuff not that i don't want it yeah. in the game i just don't care if it's in the game or not it's a way for studios to kind of make consistent uh, money i suppose after the release of their game um we all know that video games now were very different are very different than what they were kind of 15 years ago when we were young and we used to play and you bought the game and that was it. It's not Mm -hmm. like that anymore. This is just the way it is now. And I'm not trying to be sort of like facetious or anything, but I do think there is an element of, you have to kind of like try and understand this from the developers and the publishers point of view as well. Mm. Um, These games are not cheap to make. They can cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And for the publishers, the live service element is a way that they can maybe fund their next game or maybe I, fund their next I'm, project.
3: I'm not against the live service model as long as the studio is open with them. I think they've already said in that trailer that like, they're going to be adding new content to this game for the foreseeable future. So I think the live service model works. Yeah. My biggest issue was the combat. The gameplay. I've got nothing yeah. against the live service thing. It, it puts me off certain things. But If I know, if I really like that game and I know there's going to be more content added to it, Perfect. Yeah. Destiny yeah. Work, Destiny works. I know there's it has peaks and troughs. Some bits of DLC work, some don't. But if they're constantly adding content to a game that you love, what's the downside to it? I don't understand.
1: Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that completely.
0: I mean, I think the I think the problem for a lot of gamers is, and I completely kind of like empathise with this and understand this. The problem with for, for a lot of gamers is that the live service thing kind of feels like a bit of a cash grab, and it feels like they're just trying to get more of your money. I don't necessarily feel like that about some games. Some games I do, like Assassin's Creed, for example. Why, why have you got fucking downloadable content, like skins and stuff for Assassin's Creed? That's a bit... Why? Mm. And like the, the helix points or whatever that you can spend to upgrade your character and level up and stuff. I think that's just a bit shit, to be honest. Like, mm. Yeah. For Rocksteady, I think they've done enough to earn the benefit of the doubt. And I think we can definitely wait to see what the game is like when it releases before we judge it.
2: Yeah, entirely. Yeah,
1: is it not just cosmetics with um, Suicide Squad, Killer Justice yeah, League? Apparently yeah, apparently it's just cosmetics. So it's, I think it's nothing game changing. That's fine for me. I, I I've got nothing against that because you can make the choice whether you want to do that. It's not like a pay to win. It's just yeah. purely cosmetic.
3: Do yeah. you think its players have been burnt before? Because obviously, when loot boxes and that first come out, obviously Fortnite's just been sued. Mm. this as well i think players have been burnt so when yeah. they hear live service their tails go up so like, oh, okay I, yeah i've mm. i've experienced a bad one in the past i'm not going to give this one a go yeah yeah i completely, i understand that but then
0: again people moan about live service this and like pay to win that and and battle battle pass this and that but it doesn't stop people spending money on fortnite or cod or gta 5 which is an old game now
1: so mm. yeah. It doesn't stop people doing it. Oh yeah. The money that GTA still make, like,
2: is yeah. mental. Yeah. The games industry tripled its industry value when games as service or like live service Life games service, yeah. were fully introduced. Um yeah. Yeah, it's not surprising really.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of online games, another online game that's coming out in a in a couple of months, uh, I don't know if we're excited for it. I'm cautiously optimistic. Redfall released a new story trailer. Um, mm. Initial thoughts, what were we thinking? I'll, I'll go first, actually. Um, so just to go over the, the trailer itself, it details some backstory in the game, a bit of world building, uh, kind of talks about how the vampires were created or sort of like alludes to it a little bit. Um, I don't know how I felt about it. I was kind of Me impartial, I guess. I'm really mm. hoping for some real sort of like arcane atmosphere and mystery like the stuff that they're known for that's what I want from the game their, their games are very atmospheric but in terms of like the actual gameplay and stuff like that I'm I'm a little bit worried about this game I don't think it's going to do that well and I don't think it's going to be mm. kind of making any big splashes for Xbox when it eventually I, releases in May
3: I, yeah. my biggest issue with Redfall is every trailer has a different tone I don't think it knows what sort of game it wants to be the first sort of one we saw when it was announced, it was like left for dead. Here's a bit of fun. Here's four quirky characters. And yeah. then it's changed and it's changed again. And this is giving me, I hope I'm wrong back for blood vibes. I think this game will be done in three, not three, six to 12 months. Yeah. It just feels strange to me that we haven't seen the gameplay they showed. I think me and Ben had a quick discussion about this yesterday. Um, it looked scripted, It's it, but yeah. really slow and methodical. It didn't look mm-hmm. like it was fun. Yeah,
2: I got that impression. I felt like where they'd overly scripted the gameplay part of the trailer, so like the first half of the trailer where it was like very cinematic and explaining the story, I thought that was like really interesting. And then when it started to show the gameplay and it was like they were trying to go over that Division style rehearsal scripted like cooperation and i don't know if it was like similar to how you guys reflected on suicide squad's trailer and that being a big sort of like oh i don't know if i if that's for me Mm. it was the same thing i just felt like the game they didn't do the game justice in this trailer like the game could be great but the trailer for me put me off massively and uh i felt like it looked like just dlc for Fortnite. Like I legit feel like if I was High to praise. jump on Fortnite at Halloween, it's just that's like what a you, that's reskin what it might Fortnite. Look like. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it uh, did look like something someone made in like the creation zone. Yeah, So I thought it looked mm. a bit cartoony and a bit mm.
0: childish. Is a harsh word to use, but with like the vampires and then the weapons and like the abilities, it looks like a bit of a mishmash of. Because like look- I, I understand. The story is like okay the vampires you know we opened up to we opened up a bloody rift for this or whatever and then all these things started coming through okay i get that you're trying to put in some sort of scientific background that's fine but then why did the main characters have like the strangest abilities that don't really make any sense unless they were part of that experimentation Mm -hmm. or they've experimented with those things themselves maybe maybe that'll be explained when you play the game but
3: that with the 1950s British B movie horror narrator on it as well. it Yeah. The trailer was all over the place. I, I, yeah. And I thought that was the same with Suicide Squad. I just thought whoever put the trailer together didn't do a good job. So mm. I, obviously we'll play it. it come to Game Pass, but I am slightly worried, which I shouldn't really be because I trust Arcane. I think yeah. Arcane are probably Bethesda's best developer, to be honest.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I, hope, I hope that. It's just a bad trailer because I, I was i i am actually quite looking for i was looking forward to this game i thought it had you know some good promise mm. um sorry yeah. a bit for four, four player like cooperative
0: bit tactical yeah, i thought so like, we could experience yeah be a good game with, to play together um, yeah but yeah i don't know this trailer's not it yeah yeah i don't know what it is about the game but i just don't like something's not sitting right with me about the game at the moment and I I really want to be um surprised and and you know kind of proved wrong about it because I do feel like Xbox need to start getting some wins because their their first party portfolio is seriously lacking. Mm. Um so I'm hoping for Xbox it is a good game. I'm willing or I'm prepared to be proved wrong. I want to be proved wrong about my my kind of skepticism of it. And yeah, hopefully we will be.
3: Hopefully. Yeah. Well, cause it was one of my most anticipated games this year. Not I don't, I'm not going to look at it like an incredible game but just a good bit of fun something that they can continue to and obviously yeah. these sort of games get compared to it all the time but we've not really had a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead and I thought this could have been it
0: it was meant to obviously. be Back for Blood Mm. Or that yeah. game was... died a quick death
2: it's not giving me triple A vibes no no no, no. it yeah. just feels like that's a shame well May the 2nd
0: that game comes out and we'll be able to to see for ourselves what it's all about. Mm. So anyway, move, moving swiftly on, Um, a bit of sad news for the industry this week as Lance Reddick, legendary voice actor and film actor, sadly passed away age 60. Uh, Lance Reddick, probably most famous amongst gamers for his role as Commander Zavala in the Destiny series, as well as Silence in the Horizon series from playstation yeah um really unexpected this quite sad and uh yeah one of those things that is just it comes out of nowhere and it feels like it really sort of makes you think well you know it could happen to any of us i guess yeah Yeah. sad yeah
2: connor connor sent me a forbes article from a destiny player and like reviewer game reviewer who wrote this like beautiful article on like He's been playing Destiny pretty much every day. The way he wrote it was really good. But basically saying like, he's listened to this dude's voice for 10 years. Like, yeah, and he, that's by that's the a sounds long time. of it, he was like, yeah, similar age to us, around his 30s. And like a third of his life, he's been listening to this dude's voice. And mm. It's such and an iconic a, voice as well,
0: yeah. and like even now as we're kind of talking about, it, so I can hear his voice in my head. I can yeah, hear yeah. me too. So Commander Zavala or, or Silence or any other yeah. number
2: of roles that he's played. Yeah, in the Kill Zone, he's one of the main like yeah. commanders in Kill Zone. Mm. That's the one that hits me hard. I think that suits him that
0: kind of role because he's got such a yeah. sort of what well, a commanding voice and a commanding presence. And
2: he tells me to go to war. I'm going to war. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah that's crazy yeah, I didn't sad. really think about it like that 10 years that's a a—that's a long time um, mm. yeah well our thoughts yeah. and condolences go out to to, to his his family and, and, and close friends at this time just a final note my favourite Lance Reddick role The Guest what a great film that is oh yeah oh The Guest is so good
2: I didn't even remember
0: I think it's worth a rewatch now isn't it fantastic mm. movie yeah <laughs> right shall we uh, move on then guys let's yeah. The Last of Us is one of the greatest stories ever told, not just in video games, but in all of entertainment media. The harrowing yet beautiful story of Joel and Ellie is one that has left a significant mark in the industry and has raised the bar for what can be achieved from a storytelling perspective in gaming. Since its release back in June 2013, there have been rumours of movie adaptations, with the co-director of the game, Neil Druckmann himself, saying he turned down one opportunity to work with the studio due to their vision for the movie being more in line with something like World War Z. Perhaps these studios failed to understand what The Last of Us, at its core, was really about. That is until the showrunner of HBO's Chernobyl series came on board. Fast forward a few years and now, in 2023, Just a few months short of the game's 10 year anniversary, we have a 9 part TV adaptation produced by the same people who brought us one of television's best series in recent years. The Last of Us on its surface is a story about a virus that ravaged society and destroyed the world. But looking beneath that, you will find something more intimate. A love story about a father and a daughter, who despite how lost they are, give each other a reason to fight. But does HBO's The Last of Us succeed in capturing those core ideas? With Neil Druckmann's heavy involvement and Chernobyl's Craig Mazin's TV experience, the show was perfectly placed to be one of the few video game adaptations to succeed. Now that we've seen all nine episodes, how do we feel about the series? Is the video game adaptation curse finally broken? Let's discuss. That was beautiful, James. Thank you. (laughs) Very nice. Uh Connor, let's let's go to you first. Thoughts. I know you're a massive well, actually I should preface this by saying we are all huge fans of the game. We've all Big played time. the game. Mm. Some of us have played through it numerous times. Having said that, Connor, do you
3: wanna start us off? Yeah, I'm a massive Last of Us fan. I remember it was when we both got our we got our PS4s at the same time. We uh, did. Was it uni or was it college? No, it was uni, wasn't it? I don't know, when did the PS four come out? Twenty 14, no,
0: maybe might or 2014. 13. Might be 14. I don't know. It, it yeah. felt it feels like a lifetime ago. But yeah, we did it get the was, PS4 at the same time. We got our
3: PS4s at the same time. We both got the Last of Us, and I remember both both us going up radio silent and just playing this game like as yeah. quickly as possible. <laughs> not as quickly as possible, but like yeah. didn't want to see any spoilers. Mm. Uh, we'd missed it on the last generation, and uh, I don't know how to word it. I'm not blowing smoke up its ass too much. This is probably the best story I've ever played. From a video game perspective, it's Mm. a movie calibre story where the gameplay sort of comes second. The gameplay is decent, does the job, but the story is what it punches you in the gut. It drags you in close.
2: Mm. The first 10, 12 minutes is just...
3: Obviously, I think we were all cautious about this. We've been burnt before with video game adaptations. And I think it's the most faithful video game adaptation yeah, but it's also quite disappointing in certain aspects, and I, I didn't want to be this guy. I think the story is very well, good. Well, okay, we'll we'll leave that there for now,
0: Connor, because mm. I just while well, on that note, I just want to get the opinions of the others first before we get okay. into the whys and the and the hows. So, uh, uh, Charlie, let's go to you next. What are your
1: initial thoughts of the of the series? I I actually I really liked it. I thought for the most part. Really good. There are some yep. bits that, uh, you know, could have a bit of work. Like there's, there's certain elements that you get from playing the game that I didn't feel whilst watching it. But on the whole, I think it was a, a good ad, a good adaptation.
2: Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's a fair point. Uh, ben? Positive Ben, as per usual. I thought it was brilliant. I recently did. <laughs> watched.
0: <laughs> Not a bad thing to I, say about anything.
2: Yeah, it was perfect. There's no changes uh, <laughs> I recently watched the Last of Us game recap after watching the series just so I could make like really current retrospective like comparisons Comments, between yeah. the series and the game and i was I was surprised at how much I'd forgotten about the game, and when watching the series, like it sparked some like remembrance, if you like mm but i i kept on getting confused between like Days Gone and even Uncharted because there are some things that happen in those games that are quite similar in a way but anyway getting sidetracked but yeah i thought the series was a really good adaptation and yeah. there were some parts where i when i did rewatch the gameplay recap i was like oh my god it is so much like the game in some places and i i yeah i thought it was brilliant i thought the casting was great i felt like there were some episodes that I I wasn't the biggest fan of and I could have like skipped it not skipped it because it wasn't important but skipped it because it wasn't my favorite and I mm. but anyway I thought as adaptations go especially game adaptations I thought it was definitely one of the finest that we've seen but yeah interested in what you think Um
0: I I liked it I thought it was I thought it was a good attempt at adapting the story I don't think it was a great attempt I don't agree that it's like one of the best tv series well i don't know it's hard to say because i, I don't have the luxury of being blind to the game so everything that i see in, in in the series is comparing it to the game yeah and it's it's a good series don't get me wrong i think the acting is on the most on the like for the most part the acting is is good there are some mm. parts that just don't land with me whatsoever. And we'll get into that in a minute because I've got quite a lot of like things to say about why I don't think the series quite worked as well as I, as it could have done. But for the most part, the acting was good. I love the cast. I think Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal are oh, great. Yeah. They're they're you? two yeah. yeah they're two fantastic Perfect actors cast. and and they're, they're brilliant. I don't know what people were I don't know why people had a
3: problem with with Bella Ramsey before she even spoke a word as Ellie, but she's great. Um, disgustingly, yeah. they were sexualizing the character Ellie that's why people had an issue with it she's 14 yeah exactly they're going oh this is not it's my Ellie weird. she's oh, not pretty enough and, and yeah and it's disgusting yeah Um. that was the biggest complaint uh, which is ridiculous and those yeah. people that are sexualising it they do realise that Ellie was moulded after Elliot Page so that'll probably send him into shock. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <apparently>. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was the biggest issue. But I, we'd seen Bella Ramsey in Game of Thrones. We knew she had acting chops. I was a big fan of her in that role.
1: Yeah, and she I was a badass
3: in that. She was brilliant in that she role. She was great, and, yeah, great and, in that. And I thought Pedro Pascal is probably perfect casting now. I think five yeah. or six years ago, you'd probably go for Hugh Jackman, like, yeah. especially after the like, lot
2: prisoners. But I think Hmm. he encapsulated Joel perfectly. Yeah, so good. And Joel is is such a unique character. Like, personally, I know this might sound a bit weird, but as, well, being a dad as I am and going what he goes through, obviously, at the very beginning, I can only imagine that it shreds every ounce of your humanity away from you. Like, you've lost fucking everything. And the one thing the game captures so good is that Joel is a fucking badass and he is not to be trifled with in any yeah. way, shape or form.
0: He literally is a man with nothing left oh, to live nothing for. nothing to lose.
2: Yeah, he is the definition of I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, and I felt like there were some, some moments with... I, Pedro Pascal, I thought he was an amazing cast for it. And there were some scenes where he could portray that entirely like especially when he was like looking for ellie in that bit where she saves mm. him she gets captured and he's going yeah. on her or at the very end when he has to fucking blast down the entire firefly facility yeah i there did some think parts that there. pedro pascal
0: was maybe not as rugged as joel is portrayed in the game he was a little bit mm. kind of softer a little bit softer spoken mm. Um, his mm. mannerisms he didn't like quite have that because when you see Joel in the game he's got a real sort of weight to him a real kind of gravitas like he walks into mm. a space and it's like Jesus Christ don't look at this guy Pedro Pascal didn't quite have that but he had a different mm. sort of like a different kind of like rage beneath the eyes to him which I really did appreciate yeah. Charlie you look like you're about to say something
1: what do you think of Pedro I, I really like Pedro as Joel um don't know whether or not I would have seen it immediately when I like if I was in charge of yeah, casting. Yeah, I, would I agree with that. I agree Pedro with Pascal. that. Pascal, but I think he played a very good Joel. Mm. See, it's it's been too long since I've played the game, but after hearing you say that, James, about maybe he's not got that sort of gruffness, that that weight yeah. to him, I can mm. kind of see that. But I do think he does. <sighs> I think he's a great actor, and I think he. Portrayed the feelings that Joel would have. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think he was definitely a good that's... a good choice. He's not he's not an obvious
0: choice, but now that you've seen him, he he is an obvious choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. I think that's fair to say. I
3: see um, Troy Baker talk about it because obviously he was involved in the series, and he said something quite poignant saying like he played Joel differently than I did, and I learnt more about Joel than I did whilst playing Joel which I thought was quite
2: interesting. Mm. I know he
3: he can be very pretentious what he talks about, but the way he said it, it was like, yeah, I think Pedro was a little, he's a bit more nuanced. Mm. He wasn't Joel in the game was like, he'd burn everything around him. Yeah. He'd punch walls, that sort of stuff. That's what you thought he was just waiting to explode. And I think James, you hit an nail on the head. It was behind the eyes. Mm. It's like um, when he was dealing with that soldier at the beginning, when he's selling the drugs, he sort of just looked at him like, don't, Don't tempt me.
2: Yeah, don't you fucking dare. Don't fuck with me. So how do you feel the series did, on a whole, adapting the story? It hit the points it
3: needed to hit. But I think once you got past episode four, so it took things nice and slow up until episode four, and then it just hit the afterburners. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like the
0: series was quite short, and I
1: felt like it needed Mm. another episode. Mm. Yeah, or take out... There's a couple of episodes where it's a bit fillery. Yeah, and I'm not saying they're bad episodes. I'm just saying that when you've only got nine episodes to play with, perhaps you don't yeah. need to have those episodes. Like, so
0: you're, you're you're talking about the Bill and Frank episode, and then the Ellie and Riley episode. Riley, the yeah. two episodes you're talking about. Those are the the two episodes in question. Yeah, I think the Ellie and the Riley episode was more important than the Bill and Frank episode. And the Bill and Frank episode is is a incredible seventy minute piece bit of television one of the best single yeah, episodes yeah.
1: that you'll ever see it's
0: a beautiful for tv it's, it's beautiful
1: and it's heartbreaking I say, yeah i i yeah. loved the episode but Didn't it, progress yeah. the it story. doesn't progress the
0: story no and that's where i kind of have a bit of a problem with the the way they adapted the story because it's it's great to see love particularly love like that flourish in the the most kind of like the worst case scenario but there's a couple of things that that episode does to the whole story overall which i think have like a pretty negative impact on the deliver, like delivering and executing the, the final message of, of of the story the first thing is that with bill and frank you don't really witness or see the threat of how dangerous this world is they get mm. i know you, there's that scene where bill gets shot and there's and the raiders come that's that's just like one sort of quick sort of minute 90 second mashup montage of one event that happens. Like for what we know, Bill and Frank have lived together for 20 years with barely any kind of trouble from any infected, any, any Raiders, nothing's really gone wrong. And that seriously diminishes the threat of this world where if you've played the game, you know how kind of savage and unforgiving it is. And it's that threat of the world that makes Joel and Ellie's relationship so strong. And that's why the end of the game doesn't pay off, uh, sorry, the end of the series doesn't pay off in the same way as it does in the game because those threats just aren't there often enough. There aren't enough moments where Joel and Ellie are in a us versus the world situation, which builds their relationship and builds their trust. The, the, The sequence in the game with Bill, where you go to the school to steal the battery when you get the battery you you're trying to jump start the car whilst you're fighting off a bunch of infected who are running after you Joel is yeah. trusting Ellie to get the car started while he's at the back with Bill pushing it you don't even know if Bill gets away but that is one mm. of the one of the first moments where Joel and Ellie kind of like grow together because it's something that Joel Joel's had to trust Ellie to do something that if she gets it wrong they're all dead
3: yeah before you even get to the school. You go to Bill's town and he's booby-trapped the shit out of that town. Yeah. And he's going around, he's doing runs to redo the traps. He's constantly in danger and that gets yeah. taken away immediately with this gated community.
2: And Bill's reaction to Ellie and he finds out that she's been bitten, he, mm-hmm. he's immediately hostile. Like, Bill yeah. becomes a threat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just felt there's there's too many... Th-
0: there are too many sequences that were taken out of the game that I think should have been uh, taken out of the series. Sorry. That I think should have been in the series. And that was one of them going to the the school to get the the battery, because that's the first moment where you really see Joel and Ellie kind of
2: working together. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that where the threat levels of the world were reduced, I'm just going to repeat what you said. It doesn't like hammer their relationship together. Like they have to cooperate. They have yeah. to rely on each other. And their rocky start ends up becoming rock hard. Do you know what I mean? Because like, of everything they, they go They are through. solid. Mm.
3: The key one for me, obviously the school's a massive part of it, is when they're going through the hotel and they get split up. Yeah. I think that could have added... Uh, obviously, you know there's a threat. Every like, th- other episode you see like one infected, it feels like. And I don't know if it's a budget issue with HBO, which you think wouldn't... I actually do
0: think that was probably a big part of it. I think they had had limitations with the production budget.
3: But the hotel scene where they get split up and Ellie saves Joel's life is the key moment. That's so important. It's a key moment. He starts to begin to trust her. And they just throw that in a random scene earlier on when they get jumped, when they see that dude in the street and Joel knows it's a trap, immediately knows it's a trap. And then it's just like a quick throwaway scene. Whereas I think this series suffered from a lack of horror Yeah, didn't have to be jump scares and stuff like that but there's times in that game where you're going through a dark, dark corridor and you're hearing clickers around
1: mm-hmm. you might hear
3: a bloater in the background or something like that and it yeah. does get tense there wasn't
1: any of that yeah, I agree there, there wasn't there wasn't the tension that you feel as you're playing the game yeah and like I feel in the game there's, there's so much of a stealth aspect where you need to sneak around and be silent to avoid dying Mm. whereas uh, what you i think from what i remember of the the tv show there's there's the bit in the museum where they're trying to sneak around the clickers and then that's it yeah
2: there's not really
1: anything else and even
2: like resource management like in the game you're really trying to scrimp and scrape by with the stuff that you find and the ammo that you grab from downed foes whereas in the series there was no real threat of like running out of supplies or we're on the road and we need to Mm. get ready. And I know there are some scenes where they might be like stopped by the side of the road and taking gas out the car. But yeah, it's, I don't know, in the game, it really felt like Mm. I have four bullets and then I have like a knife and I go in full guns blazing. I'm not walking out of this fight alive. Yeah. Whereas there just wasn't enough like real nail biting conflict where it's like, I'm down to my last fucking bullet. Mm. I don't know. So going back to that hotel scene which is another one
0: of my favorite kind of scenes from the game um, just to elaborate on what you said Con, so they get separated ellie and joel do and i can't remember the reason why but joel needs to go into the basement of the hotel to restart the generator and this would have been such a good episode or such oh. a good sequence for the series for joel to go Brilliant. into a flooded pitch black basement full of infected by himself to restart a generator that is gonna make a fuckload of noise and attract a fuckload of infected to him. That would have been such a good kind of like pure horror moment to have in the mm. series. And yeah, so immediately after that, that's where Joel is jumped by that guy and Ellie shoots him and Joel suddenly thinks, well, okay, fucking hell, I can, I can trust this mm. girl now. And then there's a bit not too long after that sequence where Joel needs to run across the street, which is full of raiders, And he gives Ellie his hunting rifle and basically says, You got to protect me while I go over there. And he says to her, You make every shot count. And that's the moment where Joel really sort of begins to trust her because of everything they've just been through. They've both just nearly fucking died in that hotel. Yeah. So, yeah, the fact that these like moments, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, I get the whole kind of like, Oh, it's not about the infected. It's about the people. It's about the story. I get that. But the infected really just, make the world so threatening that it forces Joel and Ellie to fight for each other every single moment they they, they can, otherwise they won't survive. And that's what builds their relationship.
2: Yeah, you're right. Like yeah. It felt very much like one-on-one. So there's like three teams, if you like. You've got Joel and Ellie, you've got all the raiders and stuff, and then you've got the infected. But it felt like every combat, apart from that one scene where there is that free roll and it is... Um, when the big bloater comes out of the ground. But other than that, throughout the entire series, it felt very much just one on one. It was Joel and Ellie versus people, or Joel and Ellie versus infected. Whereas in the game, yeah. it's a lot more dynamic. You're you're having to fight against sometimes all three teams. Mm. Yeah, I
3: also felt like it must have been budget issue
2: because when
3: Joel gets stabbed, I know it's further on in the series, those dudes just walk around the corner like one of them's just gone for a piss and he just runs into him. Yeah. It's <laughs> like there's three guys. Yeah. And it's, During that scene, you're going to find out where the scientists have gone. It's a real Mm. tense moment. You get jumps. Joel falls onto that massive like bit of rebar. uh, A bit of rebar, Mm. and it seems like there's. It's real. It's real tense. He's Mm. in and out of consciousness. He's trying to protect Ellie. Ellie's protecting him, and they did it in like it felt like a minute. Walks out, gets shanked, kills the guy. They get shot out, and he's on the horse immediately, and it's like, "I'll oh, see you later." Mm.
0: Yeah, I, f- I feel like it. The, this the end of the series come around so quickly, and it definitely could have done with either tweaking some of the episodes or adding in the extra episode to make it ten. I don't know why it was nine in the end. It's a bit strange for it to be and nine the last episodes. Episode was That's a bit of a weird one.
3: Forty minutes in total, I think.
0: Yeah, it's just it it's like just it's, it's disappointing for me personally because you know, you, you get to the end and the ending is meant to be so kind of like, oh my God, like it's it's just, it's Joel, what are you doing? And then he lies to Ellie and it's like, no, Joel, you fucking lied. Like, and it's, it's meant yeah. to be like really sort of like, shit, what happens next? Like, where do we go from here? Yeah. But it just doesn't, for me, it just did not pay off in the same way as it does in the game. And it's really,
3: it's a shame. It's a real shame. Also, with the ending, Ben uh, touched on it earlier. I also thought, they shouldn't shouldn't have shown Jackson. That should have been at the end because they meet Tommy at the dam. They don't meet him in Jackson. It just felt odd that whole last episode. Might as yeah. well have just been a montage in that hospital of him gunning people down. I think I think I know I what it was. was because because the uh, the bit
0: when they're kind of walking through the medical zone and and Joel is opening up to Ellie and tells her the story of how he got the the gunshot wound, which is basically he tried to kill himself and fucked it up. Um, mm. And and she's like, oh well, you know, you, at least you recovered. Uh, time heals all wounds. And then he's like, oh, it wasn't time that that did it. Obviously, implying that me and Ellie was what fixed him, which mm. is a really lovely kind of like message that is part of the game, the story of the game. But it feels so unearned, and it feels like they tried to fast track their relationship by adding that bit of new bit, that new bit of dialogue into that point because that wasn't in the game because of all the stuff that I mentioned previously that they missed out on. All the relationship building they missed out on previously, they stuck that bit in the end to try and fast track it all to make it seem like Joel had had this epiphany now and like this new kind of like view on the world and life because of meeting this girl. When you don't actually see any evidence, well, you see little evidence for that happening throughout the story.
2: Mm. Yeah,
3: I just felt after we get like five, ten good bits of content with those two together, and then the, the producers, whoever the writers. Just after burned them straight in. Right, who's they're next? never like alone together either. Like, why are they never no. on their own together? Why Here's is there Tommy. always other people there? I think how
0: much Here's, time you spend yeah. with Ellie in the game—just you and her walking and talking. Yeah. So much time.
3: Here's Tommy. Yeah. Here's his missus. Oh, she's cutting your hair. Right, Here's see you later. Here's, Here's Sam and Henry. Here's the Here's people Tess. that are chasing Sam and Henry. Here's Tess. Here's David, and his freaky little mate, which he's not little. Troy <laughs> Baker's really tall, but I right, is. And then it's like, oh, he saves her and then, oh, yeah, we're going straight back to Tommy again. There's yeah. no solid piece of time. And I think if they had gone to 10 episodes or 12 episodes, an episode, in, have been different. An episode in the school, an yeah. episode in the hotel and then one more or maybe even like an hour and a half final episode. I yeah. think that goes from like a 7.5 series to a nine quite easily because you just need I that just, payoff you don't just, get it
0: ever since I, I I kind of like replayed that bit in the hotel like recently because I'm playing the game on, on PS5 I feel like I've, I just can't help but think they missed a fucking a, an absolute diamond of a, of an episode there Yeah, going into well, that flooded hotel it. with the infected like that is pure horror movie and it would have been and so good to see that
3: Joel having to help Ellie out because she can't swim
0: yeah and yeah. like
3: yeah that's well, when yeah, she exactly. starts They're helping the
0: bitch
2: that, he, he's helping her because he mm. cares, he's starting to care about her. i tell you something I did like, though, that the series added that wasn't in the game at all. At the very beginning with that sort of, I don't know if it's 80s, 70s report on this new fungus. That, that's, yeah, that was uh, great, uh, that yeah. bit. Was that was yeah. I wanted more of that. Yeah, just because it fleshed out the story more that you don't get in the game because mm. obviously in mm. the game you kind of get thrown into their lives. No context on... What this forest is, you kind of just work it out as you go along. Yeah. But in the series, when he was referencing about like the world getting hotter and the fungus adapting to the new climate and
3: yeah,
2: maybe being able to spread, I thought that was a good touch. So yeah, um, I
0: mean, it sounds it sounds like we've been kind of shitting on the series. Um, well, we have been, but I, do, I did enjoy it, and there are a lot of like redeeming qualities to this to the to the, to the TV adaptation and the, the little bits like that that they flesh out. You know, the bit with um. Ellie's mum when she gives birth yeah. to her mm, and you kind yeah. of conclude that that's how she's immune yeah. to the virus. That like was a really good.
2: But yeah, I thought that was great. I've got a question. Okay. So for people who have not played the game and watched the series, like I've got a few people at work that have never played the game, but have watched the series. Like, do you think it's a good adaptation for those who haven't played the game? Like completely blind people? It.
3: I watch this every episode with my partner, and she's never played The Last of Us. She's heard me talk about The Last of Us, like when this was first sort of announced. again. there was bits where she would be sitting there going, "Where are the the mushroom people?" As she would call it, like <laughs> sitting there, like even yeah, maybe not. But even she was sitting there going, "Like, where are the infected?" Because I, when I would speak to her about the game, it's like, "Oh, there's this bit with this clicker, and it's like it's really tense." Yeah. So she enjoyed it, I think. We both enjoyed it. I, I thought it was, I think it's the most faithful adaptation I've seen. There's still stuff missing, but it's a 20, 30 hour game. Like You're yeah. never going to get that unless they yeah. give it 12, 15 episodes. And I know it's been renewed for two more seasons, apparently, that's what the rumours are. But the next game is huge. So yeah, I'm a slightly worried unless HBO actually give it the the budget. But I think it's been really well received. The only episode that hasn't been... Well received across the board, it's episode five. I can't remember. Which one
0: was that? Is that the one in the, uh, in the, with Sam and, and Henry? Yeah. Yeah. And you see where you see the bloater for the first time at the end. Oh, I like that episode. Mm. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah I, I did good.
3: as well. Like my, I think um, that's my
0: favourite episode, actually.
3: Yeah, I think, I think the first three or four episodes, if they carried on that pace, especially the first two episodes, if they had the first two out, episodes
0: were great. The first episodes were really, yeah, really first, solid. It started off really is, well.
3: I think that. The first episode shows how dangerous this world is I know it's the outbreak and but then you get to like Joel sitting there burning corpses like because they yeah. have to this the world they've gone in they sort of just get away from that mm. it's like oh so they
0: they they add in I don't I, I, I don't think this is in the game but they add in a new sort of I don't know feature of the infected that they're all connected like a hive mind mm. and when you hit like a vein or something then there's infected that will feel that I like that yeah. I really liked that and I don't you understand it why it wasn't used again later on in yeah. the series because that was setting up a real sort of I think crazy action of cool. moment.
2: Like, Can you imagine if they were like Going through the forest where yeah. nature thrives, and yeah. this fungus has like spread its roots throughout this entire forest. Just or for instance, it,
3: I think it was just Chuckman being kinky, and he wanted a mushroom person snogging test. To be honest, that was all it seemed to be useful. <laughs> and then you make a massive point of this, like in those first two episodes. Uh, the episode with Tess is like, right, don't tread there. Be careful, because yeah. like, and then you see them all connected under this. Um, I think it's. Like a massive car park or something, they all burst out of. Mm. You never see it again. No. Like they they walk for miles and miles and miles. Like you said, Ben, like they're in nature. They they've gone everywhere. They don't come across mm. it once.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'd agree. You don't really get that sense of threat that you have from the game, like yeah. whether it be from the infected or from raiders, or you, you just don't get it. But going back to your question, I don't think. I think it's a good television show. Mm, yeah. I, uh, it's an okay it's, adaptation. It, yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: I think that's the biggest thing with this, with the series and how, and the, or the biggest miss, I think, is the lack of just Joel and Ellie time, the lack of relationship building with just with those two, and the fact that you the world is not as threatening as it kind of probably should be, I suppose. mm um, I just wanted yeah. to actually circle back to to you, Ben, stuff you mentioned at the beginning. I'm interested sure, to know, has your kind of perception of the game or your understanding of the game changed from when you first played it to now and now, especially as you're
2: a father? Yeah, yeah. Like obviously playing the... So I played on the PlayStation 4. I never played it when it was on the PS3, obviously way before I had a child. And it's a very heartbreaking scene, I'm talking the parts where Joel obviously has his daughter still. And playing it for the first time, it's a very sad scene. Child or no child, even if you're a solo dude or dudette and you have no ties, you know what I mean? It is heartbreaking regardless. Big up the dudettes out there. (laughs) But then watching the series and being reminded of just how heartbreaking that scene is. No joke, I was welling up at that bit. Because you can't help visualise... Yourself being a father with a daughter, losing her in the most awful way, and then imagining to yourself like what that would do to you. Because I've, I, you know, you, everyone goes to a dark place in their mind every now and again, and I, I have these weird thoughts. a Bit mm-hmm. of a tangent, but I have these. You're thoughts about to where admit like, something
0: that you shouldn't admit in a recording. Yeah, I like
2: to do things. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have these thoughts where. If I were to lose my daughter, I would go fucking off the radar. No yeah. one would hear from me again. I would be in the army for my the rest of my life. Like, I would just need Why? to do something. <laughs> ka- I couldn't do anything else. He likes oil. <laughs> Unless it was, like, life-threatening <laughs> like and dangerous, yeah. I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't do a normal nine-to-five job. No way.
0: So you, you, you completely you? agree with Joel just fucking up the hospital at the end then and shooting oh, everyone? yeah. You do the same with Joel. He
2: he can't lose another daughter. And the one thing that the game captures, especially with that end scene, is Ellie has become Joel's daughter, if you like. Like their connection becomes that strong that he cares for her like he cares or cared for his own daughter. So when he tries to get her out of the surgery room, there's nothing that stands in his way. I kind of feel like my perception of the series is altered in a way because I I I'm not saying I'm any different, but understanding what Joel will be going through trying to get his daughter back, I might in my mind immediately add some extra like emphasis to what he's doing in my mind because I just know what he's going through in a way, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I can, I can almost imagine it in more clarity. And uh, that might be why. Shoes. Yeah, yeah. And that that might be why my impression of him as Joel is like really good in certain scenes because Mm. I'm like, yeah, I'd do the total fucking same. And I'm sure we all would. But yeah, going back to your original question, now being a father and watching the series and being reminded of the events in the game, like I definitely look at it differently. And when I play the game again, when it comes out on PC soon, it's one of those scenes, for instance, that I just don't want to play again because it's just like, I do, but I don't. yeah it's gonna be a different type
0: of type of emotion
1: oh yeah it's gonna be insane see i remember playing playing the game like the amount of feelings you get from the game like how deep it is i i I don't know whether that was just because that was the first time i played the game and i kind of knew what was coming with the tv show but Mm. i didn't i don't know i didn't feel that Emotional oh, connection was, as much. Oh,
3: I was different. I was. Oh. I am. Um, I knew. Obviously, knew what happened to Sarah. I welled up. Like I don't know yeah. why. I just think. I think they had really good on-screen chemistry. You sort of bought it that that was his daughter. Yeah. The the girl mm. who played Sarah was great. She she was really yeah. good. Um, mm. I know Pedro Pascal. I think it's Diego Luna, the guy who plays Tommy, and the girl that plays Sarah. They all went on holiday before they. Yeah, filmed yeah, So they, they, would they feel like a family, oh, and it did feel like it. You thought. That was his daughter. Like they had really good on screen. I welled up to that, and I was an emotional mess at the end of uh, Bill and Frank's episode. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, well, me wrong, I know like, why. I know. I know. We kind of like
0: said, "Oh, the series as a whole probably could have done without that episode." But that episode, I mean, don't get me wrong,
3: I was blubbering no, uh, by
0: the end. Of I d- it, it mm, was so yeah,
3: sad. I was. I was an absolute mess. Um, no, it's not that I love that episode. That episode is one of the best bits of TV I've ever seen, and I'm really fond of the Left Behind as well. I almost feel like those could have been...
0: They should have been DLC know, for the series.
3: Like a mid... Yeah. yeah, I was I was thinking that in my head just <laughs> they now. They could have done two episodes before season two comes out, just to field in time, because I think they're going to wait yeah. for Bella Ramsey to mature a little bit. I know she's, she's about the same age as Ellie is in the second game, but she does look a little bit younger. I just think those two episodes should have been elsewhere. Mm. We needed two more episodes. Oh, they just had more episodes. They could have added three episodes. Those yeah. episodes are brilliant. Three's one of the best episodes of TV I've ever mm. seen. I was an absolute wreck. It just, it felt like it took away from Joel and Ellie. That's my only
0: gripe of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I, if I were to rate the show, I'd probably give it a seven out of 10.
3: 7.5 maybe? Yeah, the, the yeah.
0: game is a straight 10 out of 10. And I yeah, i will, everyday I don't think there's going to be a game that's going to be that, Kind of like impactful from the story perspective for a very long time, and it's they Naughty Dog, fair play to them. They they have set the bar extremely high when it comes to narrative driven video games. Um, but yeah, in comparison, I just I just think that the series just misses a few too many marks for
2: me. It's difficult when the when the source material is that good when it needs yeah. little to no adaptation. It yeah. could have been a hard copy and paste from mm. game to series and yeah. it would have been fucking amazing. Do you feel that we will ever get an adaptation? Well, I think this is the most faithful
3: ad- adaptation. It's probably the best I've seen, but it still feels like it's missing something. But I've also played that game three times. I know that game like the back of my hand. I don't think we were ever going to get an adaptation that feels as good as the game because we've, I, I know it's a virtual character, but you've lived for it.
2: You've been yeah. for it. Yeah. 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 That's what I was explaining to people at work. Like, Playing a game, some of these people I talk to at work have like never played a modern game. Like they don't understand that a story can go that deep in a game. They look at games like shoot, shoot, gun, gun, or it's ping and <laughs> pong, whatever. They don't understand that a game can be so deep and have such a an incredible story with with amazing acting and everything else in between. Do you think that will an adaptation
3: is ever going to live up to your? Playthrough of it, your experience because we've virtu- we've played as that character.
0: Did you mean The Last of Us specifically, or, or just
3: generally I mean, for video in games? general, because it's
0: difficult because yeah, it's, it's it's hard because there are so many other. The only
3: one that's worked for me, yeah, is Mortal Kombat. But I've never really played Mortal Kombat like that. I know what Mortal Kombat is, and it's mm. a over-the-top, balls-to-the-wall fighting story. So that makes sense. But a game like this where you've gone through the moments you've gone through, you've gone through the hotel and like you're searching for bullets, you're scrambling around, you've really yeah. clawed your way through that game to get to the end and you get that emotional payoff at the end. Mm. I don't think you can recreate it. The story can be there. You haven't got the same experience.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. there'll always be... The, the lack of your interaction and your involvement in driving the story forward is always going to mean that well I don't know uh, that, that that's maybe it's a little bit too harsh to say that but there's always going to be that kind of like maybe you won't resonate with the story as much because you're not living it like you're not mm. playing it physically pushing the character forward to go to the next story beat, which is always going to be a problem for video game adaptations like they're never going to be able to overcome that I don't think ever because it's just impossible to translate that to well maybe it's not impossible maybe someone's just not figured it out yet but it's going mm. to be hard to translate that really to the TV, to, uh, to to the screen, to get that level of immersion. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good go, at least, I think, the the, the Last of Us series. It's a, it's a good attempt. I mean, I've got mm. nothing against yeah, it. Very like good. A, a, it's always going to be different for us because we've played the game, so I'm always going to be comparing it to the game. And when I was watching the series, I was getting really emotional at the bits that are emotional. Not because I was watching them, though, because I was thinking about the game
2: and yeah, how the yeah. game get made me PTSD. feel. PTSD. Exactly. Like, in that first episode especially, I loved how much they honoured that beginning of the game. Everything that the first episode covered, like, I remember sitting next to my partner watching it, and you know when they're in the car and they drive past the burning house in the game? Yeah. I said to my partner that if they drive past the burning house, I'm going to be fucking ecstatic. And then the burning house goes past, like, oh my god. And it's that bit with the the curtain blowing in the wind and I was like you won't even understand you won't understand the blowing <laughs> no. curtain in the wind like <laughs> the you, even un- you don't get it and there were a few other parts as well but I yeah. watched some really good comparisons between like the first episode and those same scenes in the game and just how well they really mirrored each other the first episode especially was a standout in regards to like game yeah the first episode was, like, shot, really kind
0: of. really good we're really good mm.
2: the thing is they were so true
3: to the opening of the game but they added things but the things they added worked you go and mm-hmm. see Sarah Gunn get Joel's watch fixed she goes next door and the, uh, the yeah, dog's yeah. barking and stuff I think that really worked but yeah and the they, little
0: bits ooh. like um, oh it's, it's in the flower and they were meant to have pancakes they yeah, didn't yeah. have pancakes yeah. Yeah, yeah. they I survived. Saw, uh,
2: yeah,
0: I... <laughs> <laughs> so clever. They were meant to have but pancakes for her birthday and, they didn't, and Joel was a bad dad and didn't get them. But in the yeah. end, he kind
2: of saved it's his own good life. Dad. Yeah. It's good. And then, isn't it like, for those who don't know, there's a scene later on where Joel and Ellie are walking and talking. And then Ellie try- asks how the infection got carried to so many people all in one go. And then Joel was explaining how it probably got into the flour. And then people started to eat the flour all in one go when it hit the yeah. shops, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then they didn't have pancakes that we saw in the beginning and cookies.
3: And- yeah, I think the first three, maybe four episodes, they added things to what we already knew.
0: And yeah, they, they fleshed out additions. quite well, didn't they?
3: The rest of the series, they just took shit away. Yeah. It was just like, right, <laughs> that can go. We're not going to have an emotional scene in the thing. We're just going to put on like a, a Call of Duty soundtrack in the background. He's just going to go and run and gun for it.
1: It's very montage. Do you think there was a lot of constraint put on
0: Druckmann? If, it feels like the show generally had a tight budget. But the thing for, is... For, 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 one, for one thing, it being nine episodes and not ten is, I don't understand that. Why yeah. not just make it ten episodes and then put a episode in the middle that helps Joel and Ellie's relationship? Surely they could have taken any number of scenes
3: from the game to do that. Also, mm. like one of the showrunners was a showrunner of Chernobyl. Like one of the best yeah. seasons of TV ever. HBO should have been fucking throwing money at this. Yeah, like you did that with Chernobyl. That did really well for us. That's fantastic. You've got the game creator on board. That game sold this amount of units.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Well, it, from what I've seen online, it's it's been very well received. Do you think that like the next series will have a boost in budget and yeah. there yeah. might there might be a bit more freedom.
0: So obviously, ben, ben and Charlie, you haven't played the second game, but Connor and I oh, will tell man. you that the second game oh. is it's huge it's massive they are going to need to crank that budget up for the second part of the like story huge
2: massive in regards the scale to like, of it
0: the scale of the game is, of is, it. is massive like How? yeah so it's set just for like a quick bit of, without giving too much weight it's set like what five five or six years after the events. five years after the events of of the last of us part one so ellie's grown up joel's a little bit older and they're in jackson they're in jackson they're living there they've been there the whole time so they're okay. they, they seem happy but yeah, it's five years later on, so the world is even more fucking desolate than it was when you really sort of leave them. Everything's overgrown. Like the the production budget is going to have to be cranked up because there's a lot of other enemies in the game now and people to look out for.
3: Yeah, you and um, with that, Charlie was talking about um, about how about how it was received. I think I don't know if the last episode was, but every episode had more people watching it. than the like when it premiered, like the the numbers. The premiere numbers were going up and up and up as the series was going. And I think it had, barring like Game of Thrones, it had one of their best premieres ever. So HBO HBO knew it was doing well. And that's Mm. why they moved it from the Super Bowl evening as well. Because they knew they'd get killed in the ratings. And that show was doing really well for their ratings. So they moved it because they knew it would do numbers. So I think HBO sort of cottoned on, oh, we've got a hit on our hands. Yeah, I'm
0: expecting big things from the from the second and third season. So yeah. I'm actually, Didn't I mean, me. like, well, to to move on quickly and just like look ahead to the second and third season. I know you guys haven't um, played the game, Connor and I have, but are we looking forward to to what's in store for Joe and Ellie next?
3: I'm looking forward to the show. I'm not looking forward to the story because it's the story's it's, cold. It's it's, it's an emotional roller coaster, and the Last of Us Two. I think people are starting to turn around on it now it got a lot of backlash for the reason it got backlash I won't go into it um, a lot of fucking stupid
1: people yeah so the same people that wouldn't like episode 3 yeah probably Yeah. those oh.
3: sort of people that should take a long walk off a short pier um, <laughs> it's an emotional roller coaster of a story and The Last of Us 2 I think I don't know how to I compared The Last of Us 2 to Manchester by the Sea it's a wonderful story it's a lovely really Wonderful piece of work. I'd never want to watch it again or play it again because it fucking hurts your soul. That's the only way I can sort of describe it: it is heartbreak. What a review!
0: It's savage, and
3: it and it's gonna need two. There's nothing happy about it at all. Nah, Let's just put it that way. It's dark. It's miserable. But it's it's amazing well, that it's a, that they it's a wonderful story. Yeah,
0: it's a the thing is like the the Last of Us Part One done a really good job of of finding hope and optimism in a really bleak world, um, The Last of Us Part 2 rips that away. It's like the road. Yeah. Manchester by the Sea, it's just fucking heart-wrenching. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't I don't know if we want to do this, but does, does closing out, final thoughts, anyone? What would you give out of 10? Recommend, not recommend?
3: I'd recommend it. I'd highly recommend yeah, it. I would. Yeah. I think yeah, I'd recommend it too. It's a very good watch for people that have played the game or have interest in games. And I think it's a very good series overall. I've spoken to Mm. people that have never played the game and they've watched it and I want to play that now. So I think it's good for the the industry on the whole.
0: Yeah, I think I just think it's great that this story has been been as much as there are moments where I was kind of rolling my eyes and I I was wishing that they'd done certain things differently. It's really good that something that us gamers have loved and cherished. For such a long time can now be shared with a wider audience i think that's a, yeah, a, yeah a really sort of good thing yeah. for, for, what a for the game industry to, pick to what adapt, a game to pick like... yeah
3: and i think these adaptations are gonna have to get better now because they've sort of set the bar
0: yeah well mm-hmm. hopefully we get better adaptations in the future because you've had some proper stinkers over the years
3: sony have got a god of war series with amazon, amazon are doing that, in yeah. the works so that's gonna have a massive budget <laughs> if
0: amazon start throwing fucking the rings of power money at that God yeah. of War series it is gotta be gonna be so good
3: and then um, I think also the guy who directs the John Wick movies has got the Ghost of Tsushima movie if I've read correctly oh nice mm-hmm. I didn't know that oh, I didn't that's happening.
1: Awesome. So, yeah
3: and Very if nice. it's anything to go by I think John Wick 4's getting like 10 out of 10s and 9s out of ten, so it's in good hands.
1: awesome yeah so, well yeah. to summarise Yeah, I would recommend I know there's parts of this where we seem quite critical but overall, I do think it is a great show. I yeah, think we're critical cool, because we love we love the yeah. story. That's yeah, why. Maybe I'm we should. Cool. So the, the the
0: the disclaimer is: well, we are all, all massive fans of the video game, and we don't want people to be put off by the way we're talking about the series because the series without the video game is still a fantastic series and it's still worth watching. Oh,
2: it's, it's very yeah. good. Highly recommend. Okay, well, just to
0: see this uh, episode out, some upcoming games to look out for: The Last of Us Part One is finally Ooh. coming to PC. I'm sure yeah, we're boy. all eager to jump back into that world, especially after watching the series. That arrives on the 28th of March. As we mentioned earlier as well, there's also the Diablo 4 open beta. That arrives on the 24th of March. Are you guys going to be... Well, this stupid question. Of course,
3: you're going
2: to be playing. of question. I think me and Ben
3: are probably be streaming it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely
2: Last of Us. Been waiting for that for a long time. And Diablo... Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely play it. Give it a go. are you looking
0: forward to getting back into The Last of Us?
1: Yes, so much. Like it's, As I said like before... I've I've not played it pretty much since actually no not when it came out I was a bit late to it but did you it's play been it a on very the very long time did you play it on the PS3 or the PS4 uh PS4 okay mm. um, yeah I've only yeah. played through it once but yeah I'm well up for playing through it actually I'm a bit hesitant to play through it again because well, I, there's parts of that game that freak me out oh well you but, you <laughs> I'm wi- I'm willing to go through that again yeah it's, it's going to be, be sick on the PC like imagine
2: yeah. the control mouse and keyboard is going to be insane
1: um yeah very much looking forward to that james are you, huh. are you looking forward to it
2: well i'm already playing through the last of Us part
0: one on ps5 so yeah i'm not i'm probably not
1: going to play diablo 4 to be honest are you going to finish it now now that you finished the tv series
0: yeah i am i am going to finish it now so oh, i'm kind of gone into a situation i didn't want to be in with juggling too many games but yeah. the Last of Us will be. I'm not in a rush to complete the Last of Us because I've I've played it through several times already. It would just be something that I
3: sort of dip in and out. But um, yeah, looking forward. to You it. shared some screens from your playthrough the other day, and I was just like, oh. oh, I just, I was almost bought a PS5 because yeah. so
0: I've got. I mean, to be honest, like it, it looks phenomenal on the PlayStation, and I'm sure it's going to look just as good on the PC. I don't think it's going to be mm. better than the PlayStation because I don't think PlayStation would actually allow that. But it's um. Yeah, you're Ooh. in for a real tr- visual treat. It's
3: gonna yeah. be, it's gonna be good. The specs mm. look mad on the PC to get like ultra. Suck, like, fuck,
2: you know. Then can let us know how it is. Yeah, your screenshots, James. Like I had to check with you. Like, was this, was this you, or was this yeah. like straight from the devs? Because S- oh, me baby, they were so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks like screenshots you'd get for advertising
0: the game. Well, the game, the game. To be honest, the game does most of the work. It just looks so good. Like it's, it's difficult to take a bad screenshot in that game. Especially with the photo mode and all the extra controls you get as well. Well, that was episode three for Checkpoint Radio. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, then leave us a rating and share it with your mates. You can also tap the link in the description of this episode to see our YouTube, where we post gaming videos, our social sites, and also our community Discord server. It's a great place to come and hang out and talk games and even find others to play with.
1: So, thank you all for listening. My name is James. I'm Ben. I'm Connor. And I'm Charlie.